Is that a threat though? Is that a threat on his part? I mean, you know what I mean? What else could it be? <laughs> yeah. And they also, you saw Spicer today said that, um, uh, well, I guess he didn't say it, but he kind of implied that Trump's tweets are official statements from the president. Well, I saw that there's a Twitter account that will put his tweets on, right? Like White House, that as if it's a memo from the White House. Right? Yeah, at the press con at the press called press briefing at the press briefing today. The press lecture. Yeah, they asked uh, if Trump's tweets were official White House statements, and he just said something like, something like, "Well, they're uh, they're from the president, aren't they?" <laughs> I don't think you really want that to be the case. Right. John. Have you logged into Twitter lately and checked it? I, I mean, does anybody at this point he get so many conflicting reports of people saying like they want him to stop? I mean, I just find it funny, like he you can clearly see what gets him outraged and then it shows the height of his kind of idiocy that like with the travel ban stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, his tweets are going to be used now in the court to say that it is a ban. Yeah. Which were, was the very wording that they were trying to, I mean, remember Spicer months ago when he right. was like, it's not a ban. I don't know why uh, you media types are all obsessed with calling it a ban. No one here calls it a ban. And it's like, and, and Trump comes out and did you see his screed where he's like, this is the politically correct watered down version. Yeah. I want the unpolitically correct. Um, <clears throat> which is just like, I mean, did you put any thought between picking your phone up, opening up Twitter? Do you think Twitter's perpetually open on his phone? Yeah. Like, does he have one phone that's just Twitter ready I think to go? He probably just only has Twitter on his phone. It's like the only app he probably has on his phone is Twitter. Right. But is it constantly open and ready to go? I don't know. Hey, really quick. What's your take on Kofifi? In terms of what? In terms of just the coverage. And, you know, I mean, like, it's, it's funny to see, like, something happens on Twitter. And then, like everybody like piles on has fun with it. Mm -hmm. And then you get the first backlash, which is, Hey, everybody, uh, there's still oppression going on. Like glad you're all having fun with Kofifi, you know? Sure. And then you have the backlash against that, which is kind of doubling down on memifying the joke. And then you have some kind of, uh, we're in the aftermath now, I guess. Like, the Kofifi fever has passed, largely. But it's like for four days, it is the people who are trying to say, this isn't an issue who are making it an issue. And do you think Kofifi was worthy of the attention that it initially no, got? No, I think it was a funny joke. And, I mean... Getting upset at this point at what the media covers is just a waste of time. Yeah, but that's not me. That's, that's their people. Like, 
getting mad at like what a social media app what people are using a social media app to cover mm-hmm. like you know like people I, I it got on my feed I, I i try and protect my feed but it got on my feed a few people were like uh Kofifi is a mistake. Let's move on. Let's talk about healthcare. I mean, you know? I and think it's like, hilarious. It's hilarious. I definitely think it's hilarious. Okay, good. I, I wanted to make sure that we yeah, were on no, that. Yeah, no, it's definitely, yeah. it's definitely, I think, objectively funny to imagine Trump just like exhausted, laying in bed, trying to tap out one last tweet and then like sliding his finger over enter and like passing out. Oh, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then it's up somehow all night long until the next morning and the funniest part spicer right is the spicer is not that is is not only that trump then tries to cover it the next day by immediately like first thing he tweets out in the morning is like people in the or like there's a he says something like there's a prize or something for some for anyone who can figure out what kofifi means yeah but then spicer at the press at the it's like it wasn't even a press uh briefing it was like a it was like a audio only thing or whatever he was like look there's a handful of people in the white house who know what that tweet really means right and he was being like <laughs> i mean like look i'm even i was even willing to give trump the benefit of the doubt with his tweet like like with his tweet in the morning like i, I it's i i think you it's pretty obvious that he he probably is still taking like meaning that seriously but i think you could in some twisted way, be like, okay, maybe he's having fun with this. Right. With Spicer, there was no doubt. No. Like, and, and that to me is the more interesting, to me, the more interesting question is, does Sean Spicer really believe what he's saying? Because he's held fast for so long now that I feel like he has to, right? Like he hasn't cracked. Yeah, but I, at the same time, it's like there's there, there's no way he can truly believe Trump is an is another monster altogether. Sean Spicer to me is still kind of a like rational character, and I, I just can't. There's no way he truly, honestly believes that Kofifi has a secret, intentional meaning amongst a small select secretive handful of white house employees there was in middle school we would have to go do um like run days or whatever where you just went out to a field and ran walked mm-hmm. the whole time and i remember we like hated those and so people would protest in different ways like one time I fa- somehow I found a bell and I led like a cowbell march around banging this bell. And I don't know why our coach would get so furious whenever we did, no matter what we decided to do, however stupid, it all worked on him. Right. Like he would get furious. And one day this kid got a little too excited because we just kept it dumb stuff like find a bell, make some noise, lead a march and start singing a song. And he'll get furious. Um, this kid was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll the mile." Mm-hmm. And the coach is like, "Whatever, like get, get going." Until so, like he, like, starts somersaulting. Right. Like, and everyone's like, "Ah!" Like 
at first, you know, you're a kid, you're like cheering him on. You're like, ah. And after a while, like we got tired of it. And so like everyone kind of goes off. Some people start running or whatever. This kid, <laughs> this kid somersaulted the entire time. Like I remember we were like ready to go in and we were like, where, where's like, where, where's Eric? And he's like on the far corner, like clearly motion sick, mm-hmm. but still like <laughs> doing like one roll and like mm-hmm. sitting there, you know? And it's just like one of those things where like as a kid, you set a dumb goal for yourself and mm-hmm. you get caught up in it. And then you're like, I'm going to do it, you right. know? And that's like, I imagine like Spicer at this point is just like, I said I was going to roll the mile. Like yeah. I'm going to, yeah, I'm uh, three quarters of the way. I'm just going right. to keep rolling. Uh, when really it's like, come on in, come on, let's go. Right. No one really thought you could do it to begin Nobody with. Nobody thought it was a joke. Everyone knew it was a joke. Yeah. I have two mysteries that I run run by you. One of them is not a mystery. <laughs> Did I hear it, about one? It has been solved. The other one is ongoing. Mm. So I want to know if you think that these two online shops were trying to rip me off. Okay. So the first one, this guy pops onto the Mac DeMarco subreddit. Mm -hmm. These both took place in April, uh, towards the middle of April. Guy pops onto the Mac DeMarco subreddit and is like, hey, got some custom t-shirts for you guys. Go to my Etsy shop to check them out. I'm like, okay, go over to his Etsy shop. Pretty nice shirts. Bootleg shirts, of course, right? Like mm-hmm. these are not obviously official Mac DeMarco shirts, right? But they're nice, like. And then, so then I go and look at the official Mac DeMarco shirts, and they're like made for like teenagers, right? They're like stupid, ugly shirts. And yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not gonna buy those anyways. So I bookmark it. Come back to it a week or a couple weeks later when I've got um, the disposable income, and the shirts are no longer there. So I send him a message and I say, hey, uh, saw you on the subreddit with the Mac DeMarco shirts, but now they're not up. Did they sell out? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, And he was like, I was getting a lot of heat for having them up, so I took them down. But if you want to buy another shirt on my shop, and then just put in the comments what Mac DeMarco shirt you want. I'll make that for you and send it out. So I was like, great, that's nice. Mm-hmm. So I do that, buy the shirt, put in the notes, send him another message that says, hey, thanks again. This is the shirt I bought. This is the Mac shirt that I want, just in case, you know, it doesn't show up in the notes, blah, blah, blah. I go back to the subreddit to kind of see what happened. And it turns out that the artwork he uses on the shirt is the album artwork uh, and that album artwork is Mac DeMarco artwork that he licensed to capture tracks for the album. And so because it's licensed artwork, blah, 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 they asked him to take them down. Capture tracks was actually on the subreddit and they were like, um, usually if it's just as like a, somebody's own thing, we let them keep it up. But whenever it uses licensed artwork, we have to ask them to take it down. 
I was like, okay. Um, so the shirt gets shipped, right? But no tracking number is given. Mm. It just says shipped. Yeah. And the guy's shop is in Chicago. Yeah. Not that far away. So I wait a couple of days. I wait like a week, maybe long enough for something to get here from Chicago. No shirt. So I send him a message. This is on May 11th. Hey, I saw that the shirt shipped on the first, but it still hasn't shown up yet. I was wondering if you knew when it was supposed to be here. Thanks. He responds, same day. Let me check on the tracking info, see what's up. Sorry for the wait. No response. Yeah. May 15th, me. Any luck with the tracking info? Still hasn't shown up. May 15th, him. So I reached out to the post office, and Mm. they said they don't have any info after the point that it was dropped off. I'm going to ship out another ASAP and get you a fresh tracking number. So sorry for the trouble. No idea what happened. Uh, so I said back to him same day, but the post office said it was delivered. Did they say it was dropped off at the house, left in the mailbox, blah, blah, blah. Maybe I can contact the post office to see what they say. I've still got no tracking number from this guy. At this point, radio silence. Yeah. So I'm assuming this guy has ripped me off. Yeah. And this is also like right before, this is a couple of days before we leave to go to Disney. So I make a, so in my mind I say, well, if it hasn't shown up by the time we leave, I'm just going to go through Etsy to get my money back or whatever and assume that this guy has ripped me off. And I'm also, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt because yeah. he's doing a custom thing for me. It's Etsy. This guy's, you know, I don't know what he's doing, working by himself. Apparently these are just shirts he just makes in his spare time or whatever. I'm not trying to be like hard ass about it. Does he have like, how does Etsy work? Are there like reviews? That's the other thing. Okay. 34 reviews. Every single one of them is five stars. Yeah. And he's gotten reviews since I placed my order. Like I bought this shirt. Great. And I'm also purposefully not asking for tracking number because I think there's a part of me that's thinking, the tracking number is the breaking point. If I ask for the tracking number and he refuses to give it to me, I'm number one, I'm going to know that this is a ripoff, first of all, mm-hmm. and I'll be crushed. And number two, it might be like a tipping point for him where he's like, I'm thinking he's like, if I tell this guy I don't have a tracking number, he's going to know I'm ripping him off and not, and then I'm just going to rip him off. Like, I just don't care after that point yeah. because he already knows, right? So it's like, screw him. A week goes by. On the 22nd, I, I say, any luck on the tracking info? Still no shirt. 22nd, he responds. The first one, the post office basically said they lost was stolen. I shipped out a second a couple days ago. On the 2nd, he said, I shipped out a second a couple days ago on the 22nd. It should arrive any day now. So, so sorry for the wait. This stuff very rarely happens. I say, no thanks. Or I say, no problem. Thanks for the communication. You should have said, no thanks. Right. So on the 22nd, he mm. told me that the shirt shipped a couple days ago. So maybe on like the 20th, 20th, right? Yeah. On the 25th, the shirt shows up. Okay. And, but it was mailed out on the 23rd. Ah. So was, is this guy just like a lazy dude or was he trying to rip me off? I think he was trying to rip you off. 
And to, to maybe more to your point, I've been going back to his shop to see if anybody else is having this issue. And lo and behold, his latest review, a one-star review from some random guy, would not recommend. I never received my item, and I never received a tracking number for the shipment after multiple requests. Yeah. <clears throat> so. I, when, when was that review up? That was put up on the 31st. So a couple, uh, so like a week ago. I think I think basically for whatever reason, you may have gotten this guy as he was giving up on this whole T-shirt business. Yeah, and you and a handful of others are getting the like. Right, we're getting the shaft. You're getting the shaft, and he's like, but "Whatever, he man." Strangely followed through on mine. Yeah, it, it's. It, I don't know because that came the thirty first. I don't know if that was like his last ditch effort to like protect yeah. his like name. I honestly, like, when it showed up, I honestly thought like, this is probably this guy's shirt. He probably just yeah. sent me his own shirt that yeah. he's worn like five times. Exactly. <laughs> how, how is it? It's nice. I mean, it's, it's a nice. good, it's a good shirt. I'm, you know, I'm glad I have it. All right. And now this one is unresolved and it was taking place concurrently with his other one. Okay. Less communication, but it, same time frames. I bought it at the same time. This one's a little, a little bit shadier. This is a rip-off John Wall jersey from eBay, yes. <laughs> shipping directly from China. Oh right? yeah, <laughs> I, this is the the fabled jersey of like a month ago. Right. I remember exactly. you telling me about it. But yeah. this guy, first of all, so it's coming from China, from Hong Kong, right? Uh-huh. This guy's username is unpronounceable, but the email that it's coming from, the name is like. Ira Smith or at Yahoo or something like that. So that I thought that was strange, first of all. So $35 for this knockoff John Wall jersey. It's shipping from China and the delivery date, like estimation on the eBay page, yeah, isn't until June 19. Ooh. So I can't do anything about this until June 19 at the, at the earliest. The other thing, this guy has like 300 some reviews on his eBay account and a 99% rating, right? Okay. So he's established, has a good rating. I went through and looked at the comments and I saw there were a couple negative ones on there, but they were all, one of them was literally like, <laughs> maybe this should have been a sign, but like the first negative comment was like, these weren't NBA shorts. These are swimming trunks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I decided to take my chance anyways. Wait, so, so you read that? And <laughs> I you read thought... that and I was like, well, I'll take my chances. It's a 35, it's $35. It's an NBA jersey that like, if I want to buy the real one, I'm going to be paying like $125 for it. It's like, I'll take my chance. If I get swimming trunks in the mail, I can just go through the hassle of getting a refund. I want you to check. And then you say like a one star review. It's like, this is not NBA jerseys, a fishing net. Like it's just, (laughs) it's just stuff. He is lying about now. I received a tackle vest. vest. (laughs) Um, so I, I buy the thing. I get a tracking number, but the tracking number doesn't work 
in any tracking website, right? Just doesn't, nothing comes up. Good sign. So I messaged them, hello, I was hoping to get an update on this order. I know that the item has been marked as shipped, but the tracking number doesn't work, so there's no way to check on it. It's been two weeks since I bought the item. I just wanted to make sure it was still on the way or to see if you had any other tracking information available. Thanks. All right, so this is two weeks after I bought it. That's mm -hmm. a long time. Thank you for getting in touch with us. With regards to your concern, please accept our sincerest apology for the long wait and for any inconvenience this may have caused you. Rest assured that we'll do our best to have this resolved. We have submitted a follow-up request as slash inquiry to the shipping company to determine the cause or delay of your order. For you to not to wait any longer, would you mind if we'll process another order to be shipped to you ASAP? Okay. Uh, if by chance the first item shipped also arrives, please decline it uh, so it can be sent back to us. Will this work for you? Your patience and understanding would be highly appreciated. Best regards, Alex. <clears throat> so I said, sure, that's fine. And this response, they don't have timestamps on eBay, but this first response comes like a couple days after I send my question. So it's like, mm -hmm. they're not the fastest to reply. To respond, yeah. Uh, but they reply. So I say, sure, no problem. They follow up. Good day. We have resent your order. Your order was shipped via international shipping with tracking number. They give me a new tracking number. You can track your order via this website or this website. Note, usually tracking information will become available within five to 10 business days. Your patience and understanding will be highly appreciated. Please notify us if you have any further concerns. So, and what, what's the date on this again? So that's the the e, the first message yeah. I sent is two weeks after I bought it. Okay. I would say over the course of a week, I finally get this second tracking. Okay. Number. So so we're going on three weeks. Three weeks since okay. I bought it. Three weeks since I bought it, and no tracking information, just like the other guy, except I've got tracking numbers, but they're no good because they don't show up at all. So the second one doesn't work either. It doesn't show up anywhere. It doesn't pull up anything. So I messaged. So at this point, I, and, I, and at this point, I've also not received the Mac DeMarco shirt. So I'm like thinking, like, <laughs> I've been ripped off by two people into two, well, in the same month. On this second one, there was a review. <laughs> God. But they God still swimming at least got something. <laughs> so, so nothing. So I messaged them back after 10 calendar days, like, and ten, it was 10 calendar days to the minute because I was done. Yeah. I was over this. I said, it's been 10 calendar days since the last tracking number was provided. And there still has not been any updated tracking info or, uh, for either provided tracking number. I would like to request a refund. If we cannot agree to a refund amicably, then I will wait until the auction delivery date of June 19th and we'll go through the proper channels for a refund and we'll be leaving appropriate feedback. Thank you. Boom. <clears throat> Within like an hour, I get a refund, right? Mm -hmm. But then they messaged me this. Dear customer, thank you for your email and your support. We made full refund for this transaction and we really, and we really... For some reason, this, there's a lot more broken English in this last message than yeah. in the first two. Like, thankfully, we got all of your personal information based on your first purchase. So, And we're really sorry for this experience. I just hope for your understanding and forgiveness. Unfortunately, after the package leaves our hands, no longer control it. Please let us know if you will get the item soon. We'll offer compensation price. Please, if you can 
do not leave a negative feedback. This will be very, this will be very effect on my selling on eBay. This is the only source of income for my family. Hope you, for your human understanding. Human. And I wish you all the best. Jeez. So then I start to feel like guilty, right? But it's like, no. So I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if I've been genuinely ripped off. Yes. Or if it's because this thing is coming from China and it's taking forever. And I'm just being impatient. No. But you, so by that point, you'd waited over a month. Yeah. To get an NBA jersey. Yeah. This message was on May 26th. I bought it on April 20th. Yeah. So no. five weeks. That's a scam. I mean, right. you. again, I would say on that one, it's mainly your fault. You asked I mean, this for person that. has a ninety nine percent like approval rating on eBay or whatever, like positive rating. Yeah, That's I, I don't impressive. Uh, I can't that stuff be purchased and manipulated? I don't know. I don't use eBay enough. I guess. Yeah, neither do but I. But I figured, like, if it does show up, then I have their PayPal. I can just give them the thirty five dollars back, right? Would you do that? Yeah, of course. I mean, of if, course. Yeah. If it was like, if, if, if this is truly a misunderstanding and I'm just being impatient and two jo- rip off John Wall jerseys show up on my front porch, then I will send one back and pay $35 for one. So <clears throat> what about, would you inspect quality and pay accordingly? No, I'm paying $35 okay, so for even, a rip off NBA jersey. I do not care about So quality. even if you look and you're like, oh, this, these numbers are falling off. Within I mean, a week. Sure. Well, I mean, at that point, if I get it and open it and it's exact, I mean, I expect the numbers to fall <laughs> yeah. off, right? I'm paying a, I'm buying a bootleg jersey off eBay. Right. I mean, that's what I'm paying for. If I wanted a jersey where the numbers stayed on, I would buy the real one that is still made in China for $125. I want the A of his name to have like an umlaut over it or something like that. It's weird. So that's what I've been dealing with. Well, you've been living an exciting life of getting All ripped off. our Disney trip. Potentially getting ripped off twice. Yeah. I, I think uh, this is what I think. I th- Go ahead. But I have another money ripoff that I want to talk about. Okay. I, I think your kind of persistence is like the kryptonite to, to the type of... Uh, rip off purveyors that you fell into. Mm-hmm. Like I, if, if I were to fall in their footsteps, I would do exactly what they do, which is basically like, listen, I have some of this stuff lying around. And if you want it, give me money. I'm not going to send right. it, <laughs> but if you hound me, uh-huh. I'll throw in a box and send it right. eventually. Yeah. You know, but Hey, for all the people that let it go, because like me, they're like, but this person on eBay also has like dozens of other jerseys they're selling. It's like it like legit is their business. Mm-hmm. We need to get um reply all. Yeah, on maybe. This. Okay, so speaking about ripoffs, what would you say is the worst way that you've spent a large amount of money in your Ooh. life 
Are we talking on one purchase or are we one talking one single purchase? Oh. You know, I'm I'm a little purchase or I I in my mind I have an idea of what your answer is, but I'll see if you get there. I don't think I'm going to get there because honestly, I'm trying to think like college, like what uh, are we <laughs> um one single I'm I'm kind of afraid of large purchases. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of protected from big purchase items. Sure, I I nickel and dime myself into trouble. Mm-hmm. That's that's my my big mistake. I'm trying to think what. I mean, it has to be like video game con. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. The Wii U has not been used. So as much. the first thing that came to my mind when thinking about this was when you told me recently that your check engine light came on in your car oh to that extent you're gonna bring that up yeah Yeah. so that's what i was thinking of right you take it to the mechanic and they're like your fuel cap is loose and they're like and we will charge exactly for this exactly so it's not it wasn't planned right but it was like one of these things where it's like i cannot believe yeah i just spent this amount of money on this stupid stupid thing dollars well i think i have you trumped i at least have you doubled i know that whoa so we go to disney we make dinner reservations for every night except for well for two of our four nights i think and apparently the way reservations work at disney is if you cancel your disney your dinner reservation they charge you ten dollars per person for the reservation per person per person so we've got four people so if we cancel the dinner reservation for any reason we get charged forty dollars straight off the bat for for nothing we get nothing right just to cancel the reservation (laughs) and and wait what's the time frame of that within 15 minutes so you can cancel up to 15 minutes no no no. if it's within two days two days you have to cancel at least two days in advance to not get charged. Okay. You have within you have a fifteen minute buffer to show up for the reservation. So if it's at seven thirty and you show up by seven forty five, you're fine. <clears throat> so, anyways, we made a reservation for something called a character buffet, Ugh. not knowing what it was. You have to eat food off the characters if they lay, <laughs> right. if they lay on they tables. They scoop it into your mouth with their <laughs> Muppet hands. <laughs> so we go there. We go inside. It's a, it's a buffet in the loosest sense of the term. Mm-hmm. It, is like, it is like worse than a buffet that you would find at like a retirement home. They've got like a handful of dishes. They all look disgusting. Mm-hmm. They've got... A kids section. It's a Winnie the Pooh character buffet. They've got a kids section of mac and cheese that's like in one of those heating trays yeah. or whatever that's being held at an angle. And the mac and cheese is so runny that it's literally spilling out of the thing and onto the counter. It just was so gross. And the food was gross. <clears throat> and we sit down and they say, the woman comes up to us and she goes, just so you know, it usually takes about 90 minutes for all the characters to come around. Because they're just in their costumes walking around. And this place is packed, right? Packed, completely full. There's a line out the door of people waiting to get in. Oh, my God. 
$50 per person. No. $35 per kid. I paid $180 for this Winnie the Pooh character buffet for terrible, terrible food. No. And we only saw two of the characters and then just left because I couldn't take it anymore. And still, to this day, a week later, I wake up and I'm like having nightmares about this $180 I spent on this stupid buffet. <laughs> yeah. It was the oh worst. It was the absolute worst. That is... Ugh. And it's like... The one thing that I took away from Disney is that like the logistics of it is... In just incredible like how they can put all this stuff together and have all this stuff running and all these people working there but the reason that all that stuff works is because they can charge you $180 for a four, for a four person buffet where you get to spend less than 30 seconds with Tigger and Piglet and then leave <laughs> it just is like I just, I haven't, I still have not been able to recover from that. No, I, I don't think, I don't think I could. Yeah. I think in five years I'm going to wake up and be like, $180, I will never get that back. That's, and, and when the characters come around like, did your girls shut down? Was it? I mean, to be fair. Well, first of all, Sophia was in the bathroom for Tigger, so she didn't even get to see. She only got to see Piglet. She got to see one of them. Charlotte was into it. She was okay. like excited to see Piglet. She didn't really care about Tigger. But that's the other thing about Disney, too. At their age, like I feel like most of what they do and don't like is determined more about like how exactly hungry and tired they are at the moment they're experiencing it. Yeah. Rather than what they're actually experiencing. Experience. Absolutely. So they had a great time and they loved it, but you know, yeah, they're three and four. And I think it's more about like keeping them fed and making sure they're getting enough sleep. Oh my God. $150. So I, yeah, I couldn't believe it. How was the trip overall? The trip overall was was good. It was it was a good it was a great trip. It was the drive was easy and you know, we had a lot of fun. It's it, but it's so hot. That's the other thing. It's so hot. And I haven't lived in Florida for a decade. And like honestly, the first we got there sun we got to Disney on Sunday like afternoon, maybe around like 2 or 3. As soon as I got out in the heat, I honestly thought I'm not going to I'm not going to make it through this trip. Yeah. I'm going to like, I'm going to like die. Yeah. Some of your, some of your picture seems like this guy has stripped down to the bare essentials of his personality. That was my my plan too. Yeah. It it, it felt like you, you would cut off every unnecessary piece of not just clothing, but also like personality that was not needed to get you through that hot yeah, day. Sure. Yeah. I could see in your eyes. Yeah. But the, yeah. The first day it was just like this, this, I, I'll never be able to make it. But after the first day, it was fine. It was definitely hot, but it just was like, I don't know. It just wasn't a big deal. Yeah. But that first day, it really shook me up. <laughs> I was not <laughs> expecting that heat. And maybe uh, it's because I also wasn't dressed for it the first day. I think I still had on like sweatpants. Oh, after that, yeah. Tank top and shorts. And that you was should, it. You should have cut those right there in the park. Yeah, maybe. 
sweat shorts. But yeah, I mean, it was good overall. It was, it was a good trip. But like I said, to me, the most, I mean, the most impressive thing about Disney is just the fact that it like exists. It's like a city, right? It's like a little oh, city. It's insane. And it's just, yeah, it's crazy how they operate it. But then you have stuff like that buffet that's so expensive, or you have mm-hmm. like, you know, these little plastic teacups that are $8 each. And you're like, $8? This thing probably cost them a nickel to make. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, the prices there are in, are incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I, I always want to see like the books and be like, how much of this is necessary to keep this part? Because it, it's amazing yeah. how, how they keep it operational. Yeah. And you're like, either this is just decades and decades of waste that everybody has said is okay or they're like hey listen if we don't charge ten dollars for a tinkerbell like tea cup right we're we gotta close down right we'll be out of business in <laughs> we have business in six months yeah <laughs> yeah so i mean part of it is like yeah you, you kind of go with the idea of like i'm gonna get screwed yeah and i'll say this i don't get the appeal for adults Right. At all? At all. Period. Z- zero. Period. I don't get it. We have two f- friends who are really into going to Disney. Yeah. I just, like, it didn't, like, appeal to me in any way. And maybe that also has to do with the fact that we're with four and three-year-olds, so we can't go on any of the, like, major rides. Mm-hmm. We're doing, like, mostly story stuff or, like, slow rides, whatever rides they can go on. But... I'm also not a huge, like, Disney guy. Yeah. But I, I still just don't get the, like, I mean, I get the, like, magic for a kid. Yeah. But as an adult, that just doesn't, I just, just doesn't register with me. Like, even movies that I love, like, seeing that at the park, all I can think is, like, this is just a guy in a costume, right? Like, that guy has to, <laughs> like, all I can think is, like, I feel like I'm about to die in this heat. This guy's wearing a full felt costume and like dancing around. Dancing around. around How's yeah. this guy even like breathing right now? Yeah. So, so it just did. It just didn't appeal to me. And also, and I brought this up to Marco, and he said that there you'll see these guys like this all the time. So we did a couple things where like the girls got to visit the princesses or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think we were at Cinderella, and before. The girls went up to get their picture taken with Cinderella. There was a guy there getting his picture taken with Cinderella. Ooh. A guy by himself, not with a family, not with his kids. He was just like leaning. He over. was there, get like there to get his picture taken with Cinderella, and that creeped me out. Yeah, but the other, uh, but it, but it leads into this, which is why I wanted what I wanted to talk to, talk about tonight. Was this um, this American Life episode? Okay. Anything else? Um, finals. Are you watching any more of the finals? Yeah, uh, excited to see how far the Cavs are behind right now. They're not playing tonight. 
Oh, I thought it was tonight. Tomorrow night. Is it? This oh, is what I'll say about I... the finals. I don't yeah, understand how Kevin Durant or any Golden State Warriors fan can feel good about their team right now. <laughs> I just like it just is like Yeah. I mean, they are basically an all-star team. You know what I mean? Right. Like, how do you feel good about that? How do you feel good about winning a championship on, like, literally the most stacked team of all time? Yeah. And it's like, I feel like that benefit of the doubt is given to the Warriors before Durant gets there because they built that team from the ground up, right? It's draft picks. It's coaching. It's development right yeah and then you get that and you add the second potentially first best player in the league you know what i mean yeah and then it just is like well i mean at this point who cares like <laughs> yeah. like like are you really that excited to be winning these games like did you really think you weren't going to win these games yeah i mean it's like i think it's i think it's like the the bad scenario of the first Mighty Ducks movie, right? <laughs> Where like the all-star player leaves the Mighty Ducks because he, because he's tired of losing. But then eventually he has like a, a crisis of a conscience and comes back and wins with the Mighty Ducks. Right. But in this scenario, he literally stays with the evil kids. And just crushes everyone. Yeah. It's like, how do you root for that? <laughs> that's, uh, that's a good analogy. Right? Yeah. Yeah, no, no. You, no, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. I think, I think that there, there's something about watching them play that does infuriate, you know, kind of basic human decency standards. Like, <laughs> you know, you can see it. You can just see it in the way that they react to one of their runs yeah. or three. Yeah. And and you're just like, man, it's gross the way you guys have. So it's it, it is it is like arrogance yeah. about your yeah, yeah. It's like you have you have four legitimate all stars in your starting lineup, right? Like this is not like a 2014 Atlanta Hawks situation where they yeah. somehow got four players into the all-star lineup like as a total fluke mm -hmm. this is like you have four legitimate, legitimate yeah. all-stars you have two of the top three best players in the league you have the defensive the best defensive player of of in the league in your starting lineup and you have one of the best all-time like spot-up shooters in your starting it's like you like you should not be celebrating anything i just is i hate it so much it makes me it just it sucks to watch. Yeah, it yeah, just I'm sucks. with you. I'm 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 with you. It took me a while to get to get get to your perspective. Like last year, I think I could still enjoy them, mm -hmm. but I think this year I'm I am kind of done with it. Yeah. And I think it's I think it, it is the attitude that they have surrounding their team that also gives them that mighty ducks feel where you're like, wait, these are the bad guys. Mm -hmm. Like you know what I mean? Um, but uh, but yeah. It's um did you see who was it? Oh, some football player placed a two hundred thousand dollar bet on the Warriors to win the series. LaShawn McCoy. Yeah. It pays out sixty seven thousand. What's the what's the I, I meant to try and work out what the uh percentage is on that. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Yeah, because that's like like oh yeah, so yeah, so he makes for, yeah. he makes sixty seven. Yeah, uh, I thought that was a funny funny ratio <laughs> to like funny. to like see it. See, I like, didn't look into it that on far. Paper. I just saw the headline. That is funny. Right, right. You <laughs> it's can, like not even worth it. <laughs> you right. You can actually see the benefit right there. It's like right. two hundred thousand equals sixty seven right. three hundred thirty three. <laughs> that's like yeah. Yeah, it just sucks. And then there's the headlines coming out that like Durant is willing to take less money to keep uh, the dynasty intact. And yeah. just like, well, it looks like I'm not watching basketball for the next five <laughs> years then because that's just, it's pointless. It's like, it's like nobody is going to beat this team. Like, I don't care who else LeBron gets on the Cavs because without LeBron, the Cavs are terrible. I don't care. Like, they have Kyrie Irving. They have Kevin Love. They're both all-stars. They've signed, like, all the best role players. They are still total garbage when LeBron is not on the yeah. court. or Without LeBron playing since he rejoined the Cavs, they're 4-20. <laughs> like, that's insane. Yeah. So that's been really disappointing. Yeah. You, I mean, you called it. I was, I was hoping for a different outcome. Yeah. Next year. No, not if if the Warriors stay together. I'm I'm done. I'll I will follow very very loosely, but I, I won't be watching games because it'll, it'll just be pointless. No one's gonna beat. No one's gonna beat them. <laughs>